This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Californication. Tonight's host is Kevin Undergaro. Joining Kevin will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Stuart Lill and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Californication news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues... Kevin Undergaro! Thank you very much, Sir Richard Wentworth. Californication Season 4, Episode 8, entitled Lights, Camera, A-Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and another very funny episode of Californication, Do You or Do You Not Agree? Stuart Lil! Pretty funny, pretty funny. Um, had, uh, I believe, t- three sets of boobs. In this episode, okay, is that we're counting boobs. I, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Is that what we're doing every week? <laughs> I, th- I think I'm down well. for that. Okay, and you know something else, like nice boobs. Uh, you know, for uh, um, they rarely show ugly boobs, though. Um, oh, I'm sorry, four, three, no. four. four. Yeah, but sometimes. Okay, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Not ugly, but smaller. These are at least fuller sized. Who's you referring to? Uh, this week. Uh, well, yeah, Sasha's are huge. Uh-huh. The mothers are big, and then the uh, the girl that Runkle slept with were, you know, decent size. Right. And then there was the uh, just just include it because there's four uh, the, the the porno. Oh, and this play the porno. <laughs> no, and yeah. then also, and it wasn't full boob. Was the um, some of the zombies? There was zombie for movie? the the zombie cop action film. Okay, Stu. Oh, this is how we're gonna get. There was a zombie movie. Are you <laughs> no, 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 no. I said as, uh, there was a zombie boob. That's why I said. Well, it wasn't full boob. It was just, but they were hanging out. Oh, okay, okay. Right, I missed I that. I, I know there was a zombie movie. We're I, counting I, on you, Stu. I'm not that. I'm not that much of an astronaut. We covered the Oscars yesterday. It uh-huh. was an eight-hour occasion, and oh, okay. uh, three and a half hours probably worth of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're counting on you today. Okay. To carry. I'll us. try and pick up the slack. That a boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very funny, and uh, you know, another great opening with Runkle doing his money dance. At the very beginning, I, why I always confused, Stu? Am I misinterpreting your looks? No, no, no. I just no. I just had a thought go through my mind because it's like it. It reminded me all of a sudden of the. Remember that original 3D graphic of the dancing baby? Back huh? the dancing baby. Do you, does nobody remember the dancing baby? I vaguely remember the dancing it. baby. Uh, that's what Runkle reminded me of when he was dancing. Oh, doing his little dance. Just the dancing. Him, him, and Stu later uh, when he was in a speedo. Uh, probably more <laughs> Stu, but Stu's amazing. But there's just a lot of dancing babies in this episode for me. Um, uh, you know what? I wonder if that's. I mean, pays off the fact she's pregnant and she's gonna yeah, have a right. baby. Yeah, right. Yeah. You think they were thinking of that? 
Uh, that that was going through my mind when I was watching it again, but uh, very astute, Phil. If that's the, I mean, Stu, if that's the, uh, <laughs> if that's the case. But uh, but I, I I don't know if they were relating it to that, but they were probably thinking in the writers' room like, let's make him look like a dancing baby, and uh, they probably won't, they probably rolled with it. And it went from there. <laughs> yeah. Funny opening, and then uh, this episode really much more about Hank, yeah, and uh, a little bit of Becca. Uh yeah, a little bit of Becca. Um, I mean, a big impact on her, but very, but a small scene. Yeah, it's just like I was thinking that in that scene, it's like, man, this has got to be his worst nightmare: his daughter becoming him. Um, she said, "What? That's yeah." Being yeah. honest. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't say it at first, and I said, "Oh, this is the Moody family way." She's becoming him, and then she said, "You know, like I'm, I get it now, Dad. You know, is this genetics or does this just feel good?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Ah, that is so." You know, and she and it's it's funny that the. You know, the moody thing on a guy, okay. You know, it's definitely uh, has its drawbacks, you see, with his life. But I think with a with a with a woman in today's culture, the moody way is is a not a not a, not a no, <laughs> even far less promising. Mm-mm-mm. And I think it it's hit him, you know, in that moment yeah. where he's sitting and talking to her. Yeah, no, he's he was clearly crushed. Hey, you know, it was surprising I mean, typically I would if uh, if you flipped Hank with any other father, I I, uh, I suppose he would be f- pulling his hair out and pulling her out of that bar. And, right. And but no, he just kind of like sits down and gets just a like, drink. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's trying to. He's just like, wow, I've made a huge. Mistake. Yeah, I made a huge mistake, and he just he's. I mean, it's not like he's relaxed about it, but it's just it's his heart is just turning more and more black. I, I suppose, but um, yeah, no, I just I thought it was kind of an interesting interesting reaction. There's just no Hank will never flip out at Becca. It seems. No, no, it's not. But because he knows it's not her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He know he's he's evolved enough to know. Yeah. Whereas maybe another dad wouldn't be as evolved; would be more hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Start screaming, "I'm an adult. I can do this. You can't." I mean, he just you know he knows. Yeah. That. And I feel like he feels responsible for this in some way. Right. So it's uh and God, but really couldn't have just quickly had sex with Sasha, the little twenty year old. I mean, he had to like <laughs> he had to like go to his daughter. Just couldn't have just given. Sasha, like five minutes. No, <laughs> had to leave her. Hundred thousand dollars and on the table. By the way, did you did you feel like uh, that was selling out? Yeah, but it's like, but what it is is the, the for the very same reason he he left Sasha to go be with his daughter. He sold out for his daughter. He uh. needs money. He couldn't even buy her a guitar. Right. So it's not. He, I think he honestly would probably sleep at his Porsche. <laughs> But I'm thinking he's thinking of the daughter, and he's thinking that he can't provide for her, oh, okay. and and so, and uh, and this is what I think ultimately will be, whenever they end this series, his redemption, yeah, of sorts, hopefully, hopefully, whenever, unless he spirals, whenever the, whenever the series, no, ends. unless he spirals all the way out. Uh, but you know, you're seeing it. The Sasha's mom said, "Listen, this whole little thing you got going on, this kind of like, um, you know." Uh, tragic slash comedic poet routine yeah um you know it's it's played itself out yeah and if you don't stop it now forget it you're going to completely disintegrate and you're going to lose everything mm-hmm. i yeah it's um well at first i just want to say i thought i thought hank had hit rock bottom already like couple, so we thought uh, yeah right? so we thought well, but, he, but he, he does but he doesn't hit rock bottom because he gets reprieves right the lawyer bailed him out the you know he's getting these little short uh, Stu gets him some money um, he's getting these little short reprieves along the way. Plus, he's not fully bottomed up because he's still having 
great sex, hot girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's you know, bottomed out is when you really lose everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone turns their back on you. You have nothing. Yeah. That's a bottom out. Because I think, uh, I forgot what the episode specifically, but I think it was around the time when, I mean, Becca was already turning her back, but just, but yeah, but now, but Becca sinking, like that's, th- th- this, I mean, that's this the equivalent of him. Right, and this is what's going to make him go yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, um, but yeah, take it taking Sasha's mom to tell him, uh, you need to fix your act. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised those. I guess exact words. I guess he really needs an outsider to look in on the whole situation to really tell him. Or it's quantity. Or quantity. It could be that. I mean, how many times do you not listen, Stu? <laughs> you know what I mean. And sometimes it takes repetition to uh-huh. get it through your head. Okay. And then remember the other sad part to that is. Um, if you continue to repeat and not change it, well, that's the definition of insanity. Right. If you keep doing the yeah. same thing over and over and over again, thinking you're going to get different results and getting the same results each and every time. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, she's a mom and obviously loves her daughter. And so she's giving him a good perspective. I think what's, I think it's Becca. And as we're going to see, I think in the weeks to come, things are going to get more difficult mm-hmm. for Becca. Um, and that's gonna and that's gonna make Hank think twice, and it, he, it'll either make or break him, literally. Now, how would you compare Hank and uh, Sasha's mom? Considering Sasha's mom, I mean, Sa- Sasha, is a big dirty whore, and um, <laughs> and Becca is well, she's not that yet, but she's headed there. She's headed there. Um, but she's kind of a wreck anyway. Uh, but I mean, but I think I, Becca I mean, Becca is more. I think more more decent, uh-huh. uh, and I also think much more of an artist. Whereas the other one is an actress; she's an artist, but they're kind of like two dimensional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes actors, sometimes actors, and like singers. You know, do you remember Almost Famous? Yeah, they kind of broke it down there, where it was like they're talking about the singer, and just kind of a little bit shallow. Mm-hmm. You know, they are artistic, but they can only get to a certain degree. A lot of them. I mean, not saying all of them. Mm-hmm. I think Becca is much more introspective, much more introverted, um, and 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 much more decent. It was interesting. The only time I ever thought of the comparison of Becca and Sasha is when Sasha walks up to her mom in a little jean jacket and a kind of a ripped kind of concert T-shirt, mm. finally not dressed with the chest hanging out, and you know not not dressed like a. Um, so provocatively, mm-hmm. but she looked. Do you, do you remember the scene I'm talking about? The, the, the last at the scene bar, yeah. yeah. She came up. She looked like a little girl. I mean, I think great work by the um, director or the costume designer or both. Mm-hmm. But great call, and I think that was like at the end of the day, she's like, "I'm just a little girl. I need to be with my mommy." And I think it's a definitely a tie back to Becca. Yeah. No, I just I just thought um, I just thought it's funny though that that uh, Sasha's mom was was lecturing Hank though in the end. I mean, just considering Sasha's background in, in terms of... Right, you're kind of, right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> where she's... You know, and, and I think with Sasha, too, it's uh, those kind of girls get so much power that the parents can't. A yeah. lot of times they lose the control because who's going to tell them? Yeah. The whole world's telling them everything they want to hear. Mm-hmm. They're so overindulged. And a parent at some point loses the power because you're not going to respect a parent anymore. You have more money than them. You have, you don't, you know... Mm-hmm. And the parents don't want to get cut off. Right. Uh, not just financially, but emotionally. So, uh, yeah, I can see where it, it could have gone that way without necessarily the mom being a bad mom. But definitely the mom is seriously flawed. You can see drinking at a bar alone. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. 
sleeping with a guy in one night. And yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, Runkle, uh, let's touch on Runkle, and his real estate agent comes over, uh, tells him his house can't be sold, which obviously they're setting us up for um, Runkle and Marcy to be able to keep that house together and raise the baby in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has random sex with this woman and ends up being a very funny scene. God, and Runkle just, just continues to just be hilarious. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Stu, you ever have one of these? Excuse me? What what are these what? One of these where she's uh, telling you you're black, that the father is coming. No, no. Um, that you need to choke her. I do suspect my girlfriend of wanting a black man, but uh, it's never come out into that <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, no, uh, that, that was really weird, I have to say. But I, I, when I, in that, after that, like when she's talking about, like I really want to, like uh, I really want to hurt you. What would she say? No, she said I almost, I want to f you almost to the point that I wanted to kill you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I feel like, and she r- looked really yeah. monstrous. I feel like in Run- that shot. Yeah, I feel like Runkle's gonna have sex with the wrong woman eventually, and this might be the one. I think this <laughs> is the one. And um, remember, it's w- we're doing zombies. Like you know, there could be a tie into all this stuff yeah. going on. A- and but she did look very vamp vampy in yeah. that moment and she's like we think because Runkle always has all these one night one nighters and uh, we never see him again I, I, yeah, I just feel like this one could come back and, and screw up the things between him and Marcy or uh, something on that on, yeah. on, on that level um, well but, she has a she has a more uh, a greater relationship yeah. too with him yeah 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 I mean Stu so. Stu was hilarious in his speedo yeah uh, Stu from the show, not our Stu. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be pretty hilarious. Would be hilarious, yeah. <laughs> Although Stu has a good body, you could you could work it. Oh uh, yeah, I'll wear a speedo uh, for an after buzz podcast. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, but of course he's crying. He's excited to have a kid, and you know you know it's not going to be his kid. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Runkle's kid. Yeah. And and that house now is not going to be for sale. So I don't know. I think St- Stu, it's not. I think it's going to get kicked to the curb. Um, but I mean, do you think Marsh is going to go through like with a DNA test and all that? I just feel like at some point it's going to come out, and I feel like just the way her and Runkle, the way they worked so well together in the Showtime meeting, mm-hmm. now the house. I mean, it seems pretty obvious that they're going to be back together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I I wondering. But I think they'd I, have I think to wait. Take, a, they'd have to wait a season. Writing wise, they should wait a season to do it because it should be toward the end of the show. Because yes. it's a better show when they have conflict. All right. But um, unless I mean that they, I'm sure the writers say, what this, what, you, what would be more conflicting than having Marcy, Runkle, and a baby? Right. <laughs> right. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it could happen sooner. Well, I, I was just gonna say I, I'm wondering. Um, I, I think it's gonna take more than just. Just like declaring Runkle as the father uh, before they move back in together, I, I, I think it's going to take one more Showtime moment that's a little bit more serious. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I don't know. It's coming. I, I, no. Well, uh, we're we're in a, we're in episode eight right now, and how many Stu this season is it ten or twelve? Uh, I, th- I I think I think they, these go ten. Ten. So only two more. Wow. Yeah, they hooked us again. Uh, actually, <laughs> I feel it, like it's it just 12. started. It's twelve. We're, it's we're 12. Okay, 12. so we got we got four okay. more. Um. Yeah, I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited, but it's like, I, I, as I said, you know, it, there's always going to be conflict with them, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Continue, just continue <laughs> to love Runkle. My well, goodness. I can't, yeah, but I can't wait to see Runkle dancing with the dancing baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you know, and, and just I have to shout out for the um, some of the stuff going on uh, on the Warner Brothers lot for this uh, zombie cop action thriller mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah. That's being shot. Um, he was like. Did you notice when the PA came to say, tell him Sasha would like to speak to you? Yeah. He's like, uh, I guess that's what I'm getting paid for. And he, something like that, but then he says to her, oh, you don't, yeah, but that's what you get paid for too. He goes, oh, no, you, actually, you don't get paid. <laughs> Just a slight <laughs> knock on how uh, the PAs, you know, yeah. work so hard, don't get paid. But they stuck up for him later, though. How? Uh, when Sasha was, was spinning all the, all the, all the money by just staying in her trailer, uh, wasting w- wasting the uh, studio's money and not coming out. And then Hank was like, "These people out here, uh, um, basically, you know, they have jobs too, and so you need to get out of, out of this trailer and back on the set and working." So I, right. I felt I, I don't know for some reason I felt like who's who's the creator again? No, Tom? that's why we love uh, Tom Capino. Oh I, f yeah, yeah. I felt like this is a moment he's been through. Hell not, yeah, not, maybe not like where he we've was all been through it. Katie hell Holmes or something. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but hell yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And so, yeah, he's he's been there. Yeah. I'm sure. And um, well, also, I'm, I'm sure, and Stu, you've got to like this as a writer, and I'm sure every writer in the world loves this. She's up on the ledge with her, you know, doing her scene, and she goes, listen, it's not my character. And he said, he it, my character wouldn't say that, and or something to that effect. And Hank responds, it's not your character anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, it's the writer's character. Right, yeah. Thought that was great. I've never even heard that before because you know, no, no one's ever. Ref- I've never seen that refuted. Mm-hmm. It's always like, well, my character wouldn't. And I don't feel my character would. It's great. Like, it's not your character. Right. <laughs> you know, you're portraying this character. You're being hired to pray, but it's not yours. I, um, yeah. In that scene, uh, when sh- uh, were, were they? Because I know. I caught it later when it, you know, he made the Alfred uh, Hitchcock reference. I, Alfred but, Hitchcock. But have you ever seen another director in a suit like that, aside from... I mean, yeah, only because all these directors have their quirks. There's guys who I've seen wear the old-time director's gear with the uh, the khakis, the baggy khakis mm-hmm. and the boots. I've seen, yes, guys, that's their shtick. They're always in a suit. Hmm. Um, well, Sam Sam Raimi, I believe, always wears a suit, and I know Chris Nolan kind of ha- has oh, a variation. Right. Those guys, oh, and yeah. you know, for me, it's combat fatigues. Hmm. I, they carry a lot of equipment for me. They're easy to wash. I buy five of them. I even have ones made into shorts. Uh, and for me, during a shoot, now I don't, that's one less thing I have to think about. I could never. First of all, I'm far too physical. I work too hard. I, you know, I'm I, I I grip. I do whatever I have to do to get the film done. Hmm. Um, and I could never see myself in a suit. It's just I, it would be too cumbersome. First of all, second of all, to have to spend the time in the morning picking out the suit, the outfit, the colors, the ties. Like no, it's better for t-shirt, fatigues, <laughs> boots, or a comfortable pair of sneakers, and I'm out and I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. But to each his own. Um, <laughs> let's we're gonna go to commercial. When we come back, we'll do the news and gossip, and then a special segment. I want to talk about. It's interesting. I was talking to a friend's wife about how much she hates the character of Hank Mo- Moody. Mm. Loves the show, hates him, and the husband 
once she was out of the room, was like, I love him. I'm like, I love him too. I want to talk about that a little bit more, but let's go to commercial now and we'll come back with news and gossip. Okay. You want to find out what the afterbuzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347 855 8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespeare. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the afterbuzz. 347. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off. That wig! Come off, baby! No! Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Madman. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Everyone, we're back, and I screwed up the schedule. I know Phil, it's a special segment first, then news and gossip. We just usually don't do a special segment. Anyway, so. Uh, a friend of mine, I, I, I never realized women, I know they love um, the actor Duchovny part, I think he's very sexy, but I never I, I never realized how much they'd be like, oh, he's so unlikable. I'm like, really? I think he's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, does your girlfriend watch this too? No. Does uh, she even know about it? No, she knows. Do she, they have TVs down there in the Philippines? Yeah, they uh, they got they got the, those handheld ones with the, like the ten foot long uh, antennas. And there's like a guy on an, an old like bicycle that like he he generates the he generates electricity. Yeah, to get the TV working. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like Showtime HBO. Do they use? Is it like a couple of coconuts for yeah, antennas say, like Gilligan's Island? Yeah, yeah. There you nice. go. You you, uh, you need to take a trip down there and see how uh, the world of the 21st century is on the other side of, uh, of the uh, globe. Although I know it's the like, women it's like are taking a time machine. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to. I mean, I love the character of Hank. I think he's hilarious, um, and I think every guy wishes that that could be their life. I'm sure we don't want to be detached from our children, and we don't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Other than that, God, this guy's got a great life. He's 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 on a great ride. I mean, I, for me, I, I'm not rooting for him. To be with Karen. I'm rooting for him to be with Karen maybe when he's 50, 55. 50. <laughs> yeah. And then retire a champ. Go out with, like, have a nice girl for the last 20, 30 years. But, man, young, young you're good looking. He's, nah, he's got strong set of legs. Get in the race. Run. I, I, I think I think Karen herself also deserves a, a couple more uh, trips around the block. Um, yeah, she's a beautiful lady. Yeah, and, uh, um, I mean, Hank certainly is is taking every opportunity. Well, she so is no, but women. If a woman and here I go, I'll probably get shot <laughs> for this. But in general, women don't like to bed hop. They they would rather have more intimacy, and she's getting it with Kamal Macchiata. Well, not yet. Uh, are we sure about that? He was there in the morning. He, he, they, they haven't hooked yeah, up. That's a good point. But I mean, but he but seemed pretty honest about like, well, so she doesn't want to go there yet. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I'm just saying. I, I feel like Sammy's kind of. What am I saying? I feel like. Uh, um, Karen's kind of like a Sammy from the Jersey Shore, just kind of lounges around waiting for. Right, like mo like a lot of women. Like we Ronnie and grew up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, we talk about the fact that the girls on the Jersey Shore are insane. Yeah. And, and, and Sammy, you know, she's just 
your pretty normal pretty girl from high school. Yeah. A little bit a little bit bitchy. And so that's why she's short circuits in that house because <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's madness and the women and those girls <laughs> are not typical. No. Um <laughs> It's, it's Snooki in, in Indiana, especially. If, if you see J-Lo has her moments, that's why she's calmer, because she's always got a boyfriend or someone she really likes. Mm-hmm. And you don't see her going nuts and, and, and hooking up a lot either. Even for crazy J-Wow. Mm-hmm. You'll see her pee behind a bar, <laughs> but you won't see her doing a lot of hooking up. And that, it's just a lot of women, just they're not wired that way. And as men, we're not wired that way, mm-hmm. which is why it's insane that we're expected to get together and spend 80 years of our lives together <laughs> and committed. So, sorry, Stu. I hate to throw this stuff this, at you. This is a good uh, relationship advice for everyone out there. Uh, well, Dr. Kevin. It's a, it's a, it, I think that I do have other, uh, friends who are wired in a way to guys who are wired in a way that they can just be with one person. I actually think you're one of them, Stu. Mm-hmm. I do. And I have, uh, I have other friends like that, not many, who are just wired for one person and that's it. Mm. And, well, then. and I see it, you know. So I'm not discrediting it by the majority of guys that it's a genetic thing. Hmm. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, the sure thing is always get the girlfriend. All right, that ensures steady sex, and then uh, try to find something better. Yeah, that's Always the be joke. looking. Yeah, ABL. Head on a swivel. Anybody that ever gets with Phil, they can refer back to this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> Phil's just saying just that's saying it, the typical so. guy. It's not <laughs> Phil, per se. We're just saying, typical guy. That's a, well, It's so funny. Speaking of the Jersey Shore, every single guy, and I don't mean the cast, when Every Phil on that show, every time, do you notice any guy that's approached? So do you have a girl? Do you have a boy girlfriend? There's always the pause, and then it's but, no. Exactly. <laughs> every one of them is has the girlfriend, and then is. And al- I'm gonna call out Stu. Looking. Stu, when we hang out, I see your head turning everywhere. I can't what even have you, a, a, a straight conversation okay, with you. Okay, but okay, but are you just admiring? That's different. If no, you're I, admiring, don't, I don't even know what Phil's But he's not about. going after them though. No, I it's, don't. listen. You're always gonna admire beauty. What I hate is the guy that denies that. Then I'm like, no, you're shady, dude. When you're denying, oh, I don't. We we had one guy out um, a year ago. Me and my friends. He was like, nope. Like, no, you come on. You don't like. Look at that waitress. Say, oh my god, she's so hot. You don't. Have to, and he's like, nope, nope. I don't think of my wife. And me, I was actually buying it for the moment. He leaves, and my friend Pat O'Connor, who I love, Pat was like, yeah. He was like, he's lying. <laughs> he's like, are you kidding me? Pat, who's always been a one-woman guy, always, you know, never one like out chasing girls, has always been very committed to whoever he's been with. You know, goes to church every Sunday. He's just one of those guys. And just ha- was like, are you insane? Of course we all look. What? It's going- We're guys. He's lying. And that's the guy you go, mm-hmm. Uh. That- <laughs> so... Of course, your head, it should be on a swivel. You're admiring beauty. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Now, is he, is, he, is he pulling those girls in? Is he trying to get their emails? Is he trying to get their phone numbers? Is he, is he doing that kind of stuff, Phil? Who, Stu? Yes. No. 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 So, okay. No. So, that's, uh, okay. so that's fine. <laughs> I'll defend his relationship. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, even though he's, yeah, he went at you. Um, <laughs> I've been called a lot lately. I yeah, just Phil's I got called a, a creeper yeah, last Phil, night. What Phil, did you do? Because you know why? Because you know why, Phil? It's like we made the mistake of stepping out of the shore, and then we lost control of the shore. Not even be, and like now it's all watered down. We're out in like places we don't belong. We that's our home. That's where we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be on these shows. We're not supposed to be on the Oscars. We're not supposed to right. be doing these like smart shows or these fashion <laughs> shows. We belong at the shore. 
S- someone else on the Oscar show called you a creeper? Our own special correspondent, Pat, Pat Lambert. Lambert. Oh, oh okay. Did a dance and song number about how I'm a creeper. I'm a creeper. Oh. Yeah, I was a creeper. It was based on nothing other than just um, pure spite. Yeah, he was being spiteful. Oh, anyway, okay. um, <laughs> I, 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 tell me. So, do you like the character of Hank? Do you root for him? Oh yeah. I. You're not repulsed by him. You don't want to see him get his comeuppance. No. Um, because I, I don't know. It's, it's just weird how like he's in a moment. He's like, I shouldn't be doing this, and. And then he does. <laughs> well, you see him drinking around the clock. That's just a weakness for vices. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's he's drinking, he's smoking, he's 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 definitely. I mean, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we found found Hank Moody in uh in, in sex therapy, a uh, sex at sex addiction, <laughs> um, uh, therapy down the line just for funny, just for kicks and giggles. Uh, uh, even though uh, David Duchovny actually has gone through that, which would be really weird. Right, um, so weird, <laughs> so weird. I'm right. not surprised, uh, considering all uh, all the all the sexual ep- issues he's dealt with on this show. If that uh, if this is what has uh, if that's what drove him to sexual adi- addiction. I, um, you know what? He's so deep in the character. I would not doubt it. Yeah, because he's doing this every day. I I always I'm going to date myself. Here I go, but I always go back to Hawaii Five O mm-hmm. and the original one with Jack Lord. And Jack Lord, the character, uh, Steve McGarrett, worked till four in the morning, n- had three lo- an eleven year run, maybe twelve year run, excuse me, longest uh, running crime drama ever until you know the recent slew of shows came along, the Law and Orders and, and the CSIs, um, and yet he had maybe three three shows dedicated to love interests. Mm. He just was a tireless workaholic who was obsessed with putting the bad guy behind bars. That was the character. Uh, four years into the show, the executive producer and his partner uh, on the show, uh, Leonard Freeman, dies. This guy now has to assume reins of the show. So he, he, in essence, in my theory, starts running the show as Steve McGarrett. So he's playing the character of Steve McGarrett, this like workaholic, obsessed with perfection, obsessed with like knocking out the bad guy, no vices no fun, uh, no love life. And now he's running the show. He's running the show in that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's no coincidence that at the end he kind of lost his mind. Mm. He became a recluse on the island and he, he, you know, he really became uh, a little bit out of it. And, uh, and that's kind of how he went off into the sunset. And I think, so it does really wear on you when, you're playing a character and mm-hmm. you're that deep in the role it absolutely does i mean i've known um i've known addicts who were sober who for a scene had to drink uh out of a beer bottle and the beer bottle was filled with water mm-hmm. but just that action oh wow put the put put this person back um you know off the wagon Jeez. drinking so anyway uh all right well Good, dis- good discussion. Well, you know, <coughs> I was going to say, it, it, you know, we never touched upon the fact that, like, okay, so why do women like this? Um, we have a – Kevin and I have a mutual friend who hates Larry David but loves Curb Your Enthusiasm. So oh, just what is yeah, it like, – What is that What is that about? fascination? Yeah, like, you, if you <laughs> hate the character, don't watch the show. Like, and especially, like, like, Hank Moody is the sh- – like, there's He's no, the like, sh- right, plots, right. really, that – if they are, they're intertwined yeah, with Hank show. Moody. It's his show. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. We've, we, yeah, that's a great example. Like, I hate Larry David, but I love Curb. 
What? <laughs> Larry David is curb. curb. You're insane. <laughs> it's a great show and you're an idiot. Get us to the news, Jesse. After Buzz TV News. Eva Murray, who plays Jackie, has reportedly signed up for a new role in a new CBS pilot. The Doctor stars Christine Lottie as a doctor who reconnects with her adult children when she joins the show as Natasha. Amari has also appeared in shows including Friends, Mercy, House, and Children's Hospital. The Doctor has been penned by Rena Mimone, who previously served as a producer on programs such as Dawson's Creek, Privileged, Gilmore Girls, and Pushing Daisies. Hmm, interesting. So, uh, 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 Stu, and I'm prepared for you to say you don't know, who is Jackie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she played previously played Jackie in Californication. Well, once again, we continue to prove that we are clowns who are completely unprepared. I'm going to say she was naked. Wow. Uh, or a love interest. Of well, that's, kind. A, that's, a, that's a 90% chance. Oh, uh, um, man. We're, and that's, we are that's the 90% we cared about. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, note to everybody, uh, and again, forgive us, it was, uh, it was nine hours yesterday of work with the, uh, the Oscar telecast. We'll be ready next week. We, we'll she, look that she up. She played the stripper. Oh, my goodness. Yes, of course. That's um, uh, Jesus. Uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter. Great actress. Uh, great. Yeah, comes uh, a great, great, um, great uh, Hollywood line of uh, uh, what, what do they call it when um, oh, there's a term for it about legacy uh, the breeding. Yeah, the thing. Just, just anyway. She's from Hollywood royalty. Mm-hmm. I think you know Susan and Tim, Susan Sarandon, uh, and she's gonna have a great career. I think she's a great actress. She, I think she really, yes, I'm sure that having the parent she does has accelerated things. But I always say, like, with anyone, you can open the door for them, mm-hmm. but they have to go through the door. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, the door gets open, they go through the door, and then they crumble like right. two steps out. Because they don't have the talent, and they don't have the acumen, and they don't have what it takes. And this girl does. Oh, that's great. That's good. All right, good news report, Jeff. And that's your AfterBuzz TV Californication News and Gossip for the week of February 28, 2011. Okay, so real quick, wh- predictions. Uh, it, it looks like Becca, Becca, Becca's life is getting a lot worse next week, right? Yep. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Goes to. All right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can we bring Abby back uh, uh, as well. Uh, that's all it really shows that him for state of California. But with Becca, um, yeah, first she finds Hank sleeping in his car again. Uh, Hank's a wreck. But also she uh, she goes out and apparently it looked like there was a car wreck and uh, it was on Hank's watch. Well, but he fell asleep. He fell asleep. He didn't know she snuck out. It's just going to get worse for him. And his credit cards and are cut up. Yep. So the Sasha rewrite deal that probably that money. Isn't gonna find its way to him, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, boy, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's funny. It was such a, it was such a dark ending to last year. I'm wondering how this, this season's gonna end too. I hope. I, yeah. Um, boy, I, I really hope it ends on a lighter note to launch next it, season into th- a lighter season. I think it will, because of the fact that these. It all depends on these next three shows. If these next three shows. Um, are 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 dark, then the fourth should be light. It's just storytelling. Mm. You know, there's like that last uh, the last two scenes of a film will can tell you if you're gonna have a happy ending or a sad ending in most cases. Mm. So that second to last scene, if it's a happy scene, it's gonna be a sad ending. So how Charlie Sheen do you think Hank's gonna get? Uh <laughs> yeah, Charlie hasn't yeah, he oh God, Charlie is living the similar life. He really is. He's just 
he's more angry and he's not quite as uh, as charming. I'm sure he's charming with his posse, mm-hmm. and I know he's a charming guy. He's actually a really good guy. I mean, my I've been at bars with him. I mean, this is like ten years ago. Mm. Always like leaving twenty dollar bills uh, for the bathroom attendants. Just I mean, just a good guy. Just wanted to have fun. Um, but how close is 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 uh, Hank going to get there? I'd say pretty close. I think that's going to be that will make that light that will make the last uh, show that much stronger. The mm. darker he goes, the better that that final show will be. Mm-hmm. So, but let's see. I'm hoping it goes that way too. No. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for sitting in. Thanks, Phil. Thank no you, problem. Stuart Lil. Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, Stuart Lil. <laughs> Stuart Lil. There should be a competition worldwide. Who can give the best Stuart Lil voiceover? Yes, the best Stuart Lil. Stuart Lil. I thought you were gonna say God. What, Phil, and we'll, let's talk about Filipino girls as our special segment next week. Okay. I think they're beautiful. I'll, uh, I'll get ready. Be ready. Great. <laughs> Have some pictures too. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz See you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.